I'm Christian Esquera and welcome to this episode of After the Fact where we get to see things more clearly where we get a better sense of the truth. Let's start by dissecting the news. Last week, a police anti-drug operation took the life of 16-year-old John D. Helles and his companion. The two allegedly exchanged gunfire with police, a familiar case of Nanlaban, similar to thousands of other killings under President Rodrigo Duterte's drug war. But initial media reports were quite disturbing, if true. Citing witness accounts, they claimed there was no shootout. Instead, the boy was handcuffed, dragged in the mud, then shot dead. The incident brought back memories of Kian De Los Santos, the 17-year-old boy murdered by police in Caloogan City in 2017. Of course, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Both the Philippine National Police and the Commission on Human Rights are now investigating the incident. But the killing could not have come at a worse time. The International Criminal Court's prosecutor is seeking authority to formally investigate the thousands of drug-related killings under Duterte. While the Laguna incident won't be covered, in case the ICC investigation indeed happens, it's yet another indication that the killings have anything but slowed down. Now, be part of our discussion, send us your questions and comments on our YouTube live chat, or tweet us using the hashtag ANCAfterTheFact. Joining us tonight is Attorney Jacqueline Deguia, the spokeswoman of the Commission on Human Rights, also joined by Police Brigadier General Rolando Olay, the spokesman of the Philippine National Police. Good morning, Attorney Deguia. Uh, good evening, Attorney Deguia. And good evening, uh, General Olay. Thank you for joining us this evening on the program. Yes, good evening, Christian. It's a pleasure to be in your show. Good evening, good evening uh, General Olay. Okay. Yes, uh, good evening, uh, Christian, and uh, good evening, Attorney uh, Deguia. Thank you for having me. Okay, let's start with the Philippine National Police. There was this uh, incident again. Last week, uh, it was a big controversy as far as uh, human rights uh, advocates are concerned. Uh, a 16-year-old boy was killed in an, an uh, anti-drug operation conducted by the police in Binyan City, Laguna. First, let's establish the facts. What have been established so far, by the way? Uh, what really happened there? Well, uh, last uh, June uh, 16 at about 4.30 in the afternoon, uh, and, uh, Service uh, of warrant was executed against uh, the person of Antonio Dalit and uh, John D. Hillis by team coming from the provincial headquarters of the Laguna Police Provincial Office. And uh, while they were serving uh, the warrant of arrest of uh, Antonio Dalit, uh, there was uh, exchange of uh, gunfire, leaving the two uh, uh, people uh, dead, Jandi Helis and Antonio Dalit. No? Uh, and what happened uh, after that is that uh, the regional director of uh, Police Regional Office for Police Brigadier General Eri Cruz um, created. Colonel Hebron, the leader, and today. Nagkubasila ng statement ng tatlong witnesses, including the common law wife of uh, the minor, si John D. Davis, no? at nagkaroon sila ng conference ng araw. And I checked uh, with the, them uh, this afternoon, at matapos uh, na yung ballistics and the uh, paraffin examinations nila, at bata. Uh, the result is yet to be released by the regional crime uh, laboratory in Tanluba. About the autopsy report, General, um, 
what was the results? What were the results? Yes. Uh, Sorry, I missed that. Uh, I think there was a problem with uh, with your connection. Um, General Olay, uh, can you repeat that? Yes. Ano yung uh, result ng autopsy report? Yes, wala pang result yung uh, autopsy uh, uh, examinations sa kanilang question. Okay, pero na, na, na isagawa na po? Yes, uh, na isagawa over the weekend. Okay, on the part of the CHR, the CHR has already started investigating this uh, incident as well. Uh, is that correct, Attorney Digia? That's right, Christian. Uh, we immediately dispatched a quick response operation when we heard of the incident. And uh, so far, the investigating team has already uh, secured the affidavits of uh, the victim's kin as well as some witnesses. Uh, we were also able to obtain a video. And uh, we have also talked with some uh, possible witnesses uh, and uh, who wants to... Um, to shed some light on the incident. So our next step will be to get a side of the PNP. Uh, we are going to issue a subpoena very soon uh, so that we are able to get our side of the story. And as mentioned by the PNP spokesperson, we are also very keen to have uh, the reports uh, pertaining to the ballistics examination as well as the autopsy. That will be very helpful to the CHR indeed. So how many witnesses uh, has the CHR spoke with? And did they actually execute affidavits? Yes, uh, we have spoken to at least two and have identified more. Uh, not everyone is willing uh, to shed light on the incident, uh, but we will exert efforts to uh, talk with them. Uh, we were able to get the affidavits of some, but not yet all. Were these two witnesses eyewitnesses? Did they actually see what happened? Yes, there are some witnesses who really saw what happened. Uh, they do assert that there was no shootout. They do assert that uh, there was uh, no uh, gun uh, possessed by the victim at that time. Of course, uh, all information that we have gathered right now are preliminary and we wouldn't want to prejudice the investigation. Uh, we will be conducting follow-up investigations to uh, follow up all of the leads. Okay. Uh, how about the PNP, uh, General Olay? Uh, how many witnesses uh, does the PNP have so far? Well, uh, I was informed uh, we have at least uh, a statement of uh, three witnesses. And uh, the 10 personnel who were involved in the said operation were already uh, placed under restrictive custody under the Police Regional Office for to uh, make themselves available for investigation anytime. Are these the same witnesses that the CHR was able to identify? At I, least two of them, because you you have three, right? Yes, I have no information on that particular question. But they are uh, looking into uh, uh, three witnesses. Of, uh, uh, but this... Uh, did these three witnesses also execute affidavits? Are they cooperating? Initially, I was uh, I was informed that uh, they are reluctant to uh, to uh, to uh, give their statements. Nevertheless, yung mga numbers ng uh, mga investigating uh, teams natin ay iniwan nila sa mga uh, sa mga 
witnesses para makontakt sila anytime. And we respect the wishes of the family kung saan man sila importante na mag-file ng complaint. So, so far, General Olay, the family, uh, is the family cooperating with the with the PNP? Kasi understandably, takot sila dahil PNP ang suspects dito. Tama yun. Uh, may pagdududa. Siyempre, may pagdududa sila sa sa investigating team ng PNP dahil na uh, mga allegation na pinatay ng mga operating groups ng kanilang mga kamag-anak. That's why they are adaman. They are really not inclined to cooperate with our investigation. But nevertheless, hindi namin sila kukonsidihin kung meron mga pagkakamali yung mga operating groups natin. Okay, but since at least two of the witnesses so far, according to Attorney Digia, are cooperating and have executed affidavits, With the CHR, can you also go by the findings later on of the CHR? Basically, allow them to help you seek accountability toward these police officers who were behind that incident. General Olay. Specifically with the CHR, and we will leave no stone unturned for our investigation. Okay, so so basically, pwede nyo gamitin yung findings ng CHR. Since directed to, this was directed to PNP, to the PNP spokesman. So. Understandably, the witnesses are reluctant to cooperate with the Philippine National Police because the suspects in that Laguna incident were police officers. So in this case, we'll also be coordinating more closely with the CHR and perhaps make use of their findings, of their own investigation, uh, for purposes of filing cases against police officers in case uh, the evidence part. Yes, that's right. But... Uh, vehicles on the ground and we vow to cooperate with this finally very out question. Okay. Attorney Digia, so based on the account of the of the witnesses, did they really validate the initial report that the 16-year-old boy, Sir John D. Hellis, he was handcuffed? When he was uh, he was in handcuffs when he was shot dead by the police. Question: What we have right now uh, confirms earlier reports that uh, one, uh, the victim was wasn't in possession of a gun, uh, thereby uh, putting into question the non-labad narrative. And then second, according to uh, uh, the eyewitness account, there was no resistance on the part of the victim. So that uh, necessitates a further probe. Uh, we would like to uh, look into it further. As I did mention a while ago, we were able to secure a video. And in this circumstance, uh, the video is one of the best evidences that we could uh, turn into and it wouldn't be self-serving uh, in that regard. So. We're also very curious what the video will uh, ultimately reveal and whether this will also uh, further support uh, the claims 
of the witnesses. Oh, so you haven't seen the, the video? The, uh, the CHR hasn't uh, seen it? Not yet. Not yet, but uh, we will be getting in touch with the investigators and find out what will be uh, what is the content of the video. Okay. Uh, General Olay, uh, so based on the official police report, the initial target was a certain Antonio Dalit. Okay. And what was the connection between the target of the warrant, who was Antonio Dalit, and the 16-year-old boy? I don't have any But uh, you're correct there that uh, Antonio Dalit has a warrant uh, of arrest. Uh, that's why uh, operating troops are in his bahay. At uh, siguro nagkataon lang na sa nandun si uh, John Dehavis, kaya nadamay siya. So pwedeng nadamay siya, but he's not exactly, at least based on initial information, he's not the target of any warrant. It's uh, Antonio Dalit uh, actually Christian. Uh, so uh, yun din ang gusto namin malaman, gusto namin uh, makita kung ang talaga ang nangyari. Bakit siya nandoon, establish natin yung... Uh, yung uh, at ngayon, bakit siya nandoon? At uh, yung mga na-recover na mga baril sa kanilang uh, uh, possession ng mangyari yung kutupan. Anong klaseng baril po yung na-recover uh, allegedly from the from the slain suspects? Oh, wala akong data doon, Christian. No? I do not have data on uh, they recovered the firearms from them. Okay. Uh, Attorney Jackie, uh, did the CHR, at least initially, establish any of this? Sabi nyo kanina, wala namang daw barrel, di ba? Pero ano yung lumalabas sa report? Anong klaseng barrel? Because this can also be indicative if uh, there was any planting of evidence, di ba? Because if you go by certain patterns before. Uh, and number two, did the CHR investigation so far, has it established the connection between the target of the, the subject of the warrant and the boy who was killed? Christian, uh, first of all, uh, the clean of the victim positively asserts that they never saw uh, their minor relative in possession of a firearm before. And uh, they say that he is neither in the uh, position to have one economically. And uh, they vouch for that uh, very vehemently. And then uh, with regards number two, um, we, we want to make sure... Uh, we want to make sure that we are able to um, further talk uh, to some of the witnesses. They did mention a third person who is pre who was present at the time of the incident. However, that person uh, still has some hesitations. So we're getting in touch with them because that will um, definitely substantiate again uh, the claims of whether there was really a non-Laban scenario or not. Okay. Uh, General Olay, just to be clear, this was an anti-drug operation or not? It's just a service of uh, love uh, of Christ. So basically, based on the initial investigation, based on the official police report, nagkaroon lang ng, ano, ng uh, shootout between the two and the arresting officers. Tama yes. Uh, sa ayun sa report, they were fired upon by... Uh, uh, the two uh, persons. Uh, that's why our operating troops have to defend themselves. Okay, and, and who processed the, the crime scene? 
afterward? It's the uh, SOCO uh, operatives uh, issue. Okay, part of the region. So what assurances the, do the, does the family have, and even the public at large, that the crime scene was not manipulated and that the, the piece of evidence have been preserved properly by the police? Well, it's the standard operating procedure, Christian, pag may nangyaring uh, barilan, ay kailangan mag-process yung crime scene ating crime laboratory office. No? At pag may namatay, ay automatic na motopropio investigation ang gagawin ng internal affairs service of the Philippine National Police. Kaya yung ESPMP ay also conducting its own motopropio investigation question. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I just like to add in the discussion. Uh, um, uh, what we were discussing just a while back adds or illustrates the value of the CHR in the conduct of investigations where the alleged perpetrators are the PNP themselves. As you mentioned a while ago, uh, sometimes when the alleged perpetrators are the PNP themselves, victims are very hesitant and they do have uh, experiences of fear uh, because uh, they are against uh, persons of influence and persons in power. And as you mentioned a while ago, uh, there's also a question of whether or not the scenes of the crimes are properly preserved or properly processed, whereas the alleged perpetrators are also members of their institution. And that's where the value of the CHR comes in. We have an independent body still part of the government and yet we assure the public as well as the PNP that we will be very independent and we will be unbiased in our investigation but we, for that to happen uh, we would want to uh, be provided ample opportunity to uh, do that um, have full cooperation from the PNP, uh, have access to their records, so that if, for example, the claims of non-Laban are really true, then they can use this in their defense. But if not, then as a state obligation to exact accountability, we must join forces to make sure that uh, justice is provided for the victims of, uh, the, of, of the drug war and where proper recompensation can be provided to them. So um, we wish to highlight that uh, in these circumstances, most especially, the value of the CHR as an independent body uh, is very crucial. Okay, but in this particular case, uh, this incident that took place in Binyan City, Laguna last week, is the Philippine National Police cooperating with the CHR? We have yet to find out. Uh, we will be issuing a subpoena soon and we are hopeful. Uh, you know, Christian, we've always been hopeful and we have always uh, opened our doors to any indications of cooperation. We are keen to um, collaborate and engage with the government. So we'll be issuing a subpoena soon and we do hope that uh, the Philippine National Police will cooperate on this matter. Will the Philippine National Police cooperate, uh, General? Of cooperation here, uh, Christian, as uh, I have said earlier, the 10 personnel were involved were with the lead from their uh, present assignment and uh, and uh, and now under restricted study at the regional headquarters of uh, Police Regional Office 4A in Tanguma to make yeah, this available in time. Okay, we understand that, and that's, uh, that's a good development. But uh, in case the, the CHR would be needing records, official reports coming from the Philippine National Police, cooperation of the police officers themselves, or now on the restricted custody, will you be providing all these things to the CHR? Uh, 
corporation that we vow let us first give ample time to Okay, I think we're having a technical problems uh, from uh, General Olais and we'll try to get him back on the line and hope that the connection would be better. Okay, but in the meantime, let's go back to the uh, Commission on Human Rights. So, based on the initial investigation that uh, the CHR has been conducting, did you see any um, pattern? In this case, because this is not the first time that uh, such an incident was seen as a possible Nanlaban quote-unquote case. So, for those who are not yet familiar with that context of Nanlaban, this is the uh, this is seen by critics of the Philippine National Police and the drug war as an excuse uh, for for killing a helpless and hapless uh, person in the conduct of a drug anti-drug operation. Did you see any pattern or similarity compared to no, previous cases of Nanlaban? Yes. You know, Christian, uh, Commissioner Gwen Pimentel Gana, who is the focal commissioner on EJK, uh, issued, a rep uh, issued a press statement. And uh, she highlighted that there are at least some patterns that we are looking into uh, the war on drugs, and which may be present in this uh, case. But again, as I said a while ago, we wouldn't want to preempt the investigation, so it warrants a further probe. But what we see is one, uh, that the intent to kill is the juice from the location of the wounds. They would produce instant death uh, because they are often shot at the fatal parts of the body. Uh, because if you will scrutinize the PNP manual of operations, they do say that the use of force must conform to the principle of necessity and proportionality. And if you must use force, it must be at the as a last resort. And basically, the parts of the body that you would want to shoot at uh, during these instances would be at the arms and the legs to, in, to incapacitate them. Uh, but we see in some of the cases that we're scrutinizing that most often they are shot at fatal parts of the body and therefore would end up dead. Uh, the second thing that uh, we preliminarily saw was the uh, use of abuse of strength. And um, curiousome is the fact that, uh, as mentioned by the PNP spokesperson a while ago, there were 16 operatives uh, versus one uh, target in this operation. Uh, adding the victim to, you would have uh, presupposed that in, subs in such circumstance, they would be able to overcome um, two people and wouldn't have to uh, resort to the use of force. So those are just some but um, two of the things or the points that uh, we have preliminarily in the, uh, identified in our assessment of the cases. Okay, but, but so far, sana mga tama nung dalawang napatay, especially the 16-year-old boy. We haven't conducted an autopsy yet. Pero um, di ba may ano yan, lumalabas sa may at least yung, yung unang tingin? Let me. Uh, we haven't had. Uh, we haven't had any information yet. The investigation okay. report does not mention it, but uh, they were reported dead afterwards. Eh? They weren't brought to the hospital. So um, that is something. And then Soko was called to the scene of the crime. And therefore, if Soko is uh, called from the scene of the crime, it means that they were already dead. 
okay. uh, at the time of the incident. Okay, general uh, Olay, uh, paraffin and bal- ballistic tests were conducted, right? Uh, how soon were they conducted from the time of the incident? I think uh, immediately after first uh, no? Uh, I was informed over the weekend that uh, ginawa yung uh, ballistics and paraffin tests sa kanila. No? Including na rin sa mga operatives na uh, I would like to make uh, correct yung kanila 10 na operatives yung uh, nag, uh, nasa restricted custody na ng uh, Police Regional Office uh, 4A. No? At, uh, at uh, sila nga ay uh, uh, na-paraffin at uh, na-ballistics yung kanila mga karibig. How soon will the PNP uh, complete the investigation? Well, walang binigyan na timetable, no? At uh, gusto namin uh, malaman talaga kayo yung patutuhanan at uh, uh, as soon as possible time, Christian. How about this HR? When are you expected to complete this investigation? And number two, Attorney Digia. Who's providing uh, protection to the witnesses that you have identified or spoken with? Yes, uh, Christian, we're very keen to uh, find an early resolution on this case, as in other cases. Uh, and so we hope that uh, the soon as possible time we can uh, solve this case, uh, it would uh, be better. And then in case of witness assistance, uh, they haven't communicated such need yet. But should they uh, do so, uh, we do have a program. Uh, and to the best of our ability, we will try to provide such. about the Philippine National Police? Will you be providing protection to the witnesses, assuming that they find it in their hearts to actually find the courage to, to seek protection from the PNP again because the suspects are members of the PNP. Yes, that's right, Christian. Uh, sa mandato namin yan, yung mga witnesses namin. So, magbibigay kayo ng ano, protection to the witnesses? Yes, basta humingi sila ng uh, protection galing sa amin. Uh, we are willing to provide them. Now, let's look at the big picture. First, let's talk about the timing of this incident. Uh, we know that last week there was also this um, this big development at the International Criminal Court where the prosecutor sought authority to formally investigate the situation here in the Philippines in the context of the thousands of killings in President Rodrigo Duterte's drug war. First, I'd like to ask Attorney Jacqueline Digia how about the timing of this incident. I mean, what does it indicate? in the sense that uh, we've been talking about the drug war for so long, and then the Philippine National Police at least had been saying that uh, a lot of reforms have been uh, instituted and they're, continue, uh, they're continuing to institute uh, more reforms within the Philippine National Police. And yet something like this happened again. Let's talk about the timing of this, uh, Attorney Digia. Christian, we have to take two things into consideration. The first one is that the ICC prosecutor stepped down last June 15, and therefore she had to render a decision whether or not she was going to move the Philippine case to the next stage, and that is the preliminary investigation. What surprised us was that it was the Philippines, uh, among many other countries, pending preliminary examination, which she chose to uh, decide to move to the next stage. Uh, So that's one. The second is that 
uh, we must recall that last year, during uh, the last quarter, the Secretary of Justice made a firm commitment to uh, the United Nations Human Rights Council. And it did say that the Philippine government will take concrete steps to ensure that accountability is met uh, domestically. And uh, we, we, we do surmise that uh, during that time, until uh, the decision was rendered, that the ICC was also scrutinizing the Philippine experience and was looking at whether or not great strides were me being made in that direction. And that was the reason why the CHR at that time and up until now continues to stress that there's still an opportunity to convince the international community as well as other mechanisms that our uh, local justice system is working, that our domestic mechanisms are still working, and therefore that statement of Secretary of Justice will have to be coupled with concrete steps. We've already started that. Um, he met preliminarily with the CHR uh, for two times, and we have already outlined areas of cooperation, most especially in engaging the victims. Uh, he did commit that uh, at least less than 100 cases will be open and that uh, was a welcome development from the chief pnp and then the following day the chief pnp did mention that he was willing to open all case records uh totaling to more than five thousand. and again that's the most welcome development that uh the international community or us at the local uh, human rights community would want to hear unfortunately there was uh, a withdrawal of that commitment so there's still uh waiting word from the higher ups and at this point, um, CHR in its advisory role is encouraging the government because again, our message is that uh, we, there's still an opportunity, there's still time to convince uh, the international community and it would mean swifter justice to the victims if, for example, they are able to uh, obtain justice from our local courts. And then aside from obtaining justice from our local courts, uh, Congress can enact the EJK law. Remember that there has been no uh, EJK law yet, and this has been the root cause of many debates uh, because there was no precise definition of what EJK is. Unlike torture and unlike un the Anti-Enforces Appearance Act, which already has uh, parallelisms in the international framework and then the third and most important thing is we can also provide recompensation we did that with martial law victims we can do that as well for ejk victims and if we do those uh steps and there's increased engagement with the chr then uh we can actually demonstrate that uh, because christian uh many many would not be uh familiar uh that uh, the icc process takes a, a long period of time it may actually take five to eight years and in the meantime uh the victims are crying for justice so our point is it will mean swifter justice for the victims and it will mean a better uh opportunity for the philippine government to demonstrate its commitment towards accountability and human rights if it were to move on its own volition right now. Okay, which uh, puts the Philippine National Police at a very important spot here in terms of cooperation. So you heard that, uh, General Olay. Yes, uh, Christian. Bakit hindi nila kasi mag-cooperate yung Philippine National Police? Number one, more concretely in terms of providing access to the drug war files, yung case files. 
Yes, uh, initially we have already transmitted uh, 53 cases to the uh, Department of Justice no? uh, based on the uh, commitment that uh, the CPNP has given to the Secretary. And uh, eight cases pa ay pending uh, 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 final appeal. No? And uh, we vow to furnish uh, the DOJ with 61 uh, cases. Yung mga 61 cases na ito ay yung mga motoproof investigation na uh, conducted by the Internal Affairs Service at nakakita nga nila ito itong mga cases na ito ng uh, mga paglabag sa aming mga police operational procedures. Kaya itong mga uh, personal involved sa 61 cases na ito ay lahat sila ay napinahan after uh, uh, undergoing uh, summary hearing uh, proceedings, uh, Christian. So lahat ng 61 cases, tama po ba? 61 cases were equivalent to 61 police officers and they were removed from service. Is that correct? No. Hindi lang na uh, 61 na uh, police officers. People. So one case can involve more, right? Y- yes, that's right. Uh, at uh, magmula nung uh, 2016, uh, July 2016 up to uh, uh, this month, ay meron ng 5,000 plus, 5,151 na uh, PNP personnel who were dismissed uh, from the service Christian at yung iba involved demotion, yung iba suspension, uh, iba for picture of salary. And uh, ang napinahan na grand total ay uh, 18,664 Christian. Clarify lang po natin na uh, General Olay, eh, sa lahat ng mga naparusahan in varying degrees, 18,664. Tama right. po. Pero yung 5,151, eto yung tinanggal sa servisyo. Is that correct? Yes, dismissed from the service, 5,151. But were all this connected to the um, abuses committed by the police in anti-drug operations? Halo-halo na yun, uh, Christian, uh, yung mga kaso na hinawakan ng internal affairs service. But specific to the conduct of the drug war, how many have been dismissed? Uh, wala akong record dito, uh, uh, Christian, pero ayon sa report ng, uh, ng personnel namin ay yun nga yung numbers na lumalabas. Pero you cannot say whether majority of the 5,151 uh, dismissed police officers, that majority of them were involved in irregularities or abuses conducted in the drug war. You cannot say that? I cannot uh, say that at this time, uh, Christian, no? Uh, sa yung 61 na uh, uh, cases na naibigahan ng internal uh, uh, affairs service ay uh, yun yung mga uh, uh, napinahan na uh, after conducting summary hearing proceedings. Uh, okay, but do you think uh, these figures, these cases of dismissal and other uh, penalties imposed on erring police officers, do you think all these are enough to show that our justice system, our criminal justice system, our, our internal mechanisms or domestic mechanisms are working here in the Philippines? General Olay. Yes, I believe so, Christian. Pinapakita naman dito na yung justice system natin sa Pilipinas ay working siya at yung mga domestic remedies ay nandiyan, no? nabanggit ko nang ito kanina, including yung partnership namin with the DOJ para i-review nila yung cases. Yung ibang cases kasi ay hindi nag-pursue because of the lack of evidence kaya walang 
mapagbasihan ang ating internal affairs service sa kanilang investigation. Hindi nagpuso ang question. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Attorney Dikia? So, indicative daw to na yung domestic mechanisms kumagana. But again, in the context of the drug war, uh, considering the number of deaths based on official numbers by the government, do you think the, the Philippine National Police has done enough and that this actually indicates that our system is working? Question, it's an indication, but more can be done. Uh, what uh, the EAS has uh, so far uh, achieved was uh, the filing of administrative cases. But we have to also consider that when we talk about justice, we also contemplate uh, charging them uh, criminally. Uh, that would uh, ensure accountability. And then, of course, we would also want to make sure that independent investigations are also being carried out by other bodies, impartial bodies such as the CHR. And with regards to investigation being conducted by the CHR or by any other body, because it's not yet a conclusive uh, uh, process, uh, then uh, it would uh, actually um, be very uh, useful for the PNP to be cooperative in these matters because um, it would actually be one uh, one way to uh, find out the truth, ferret out the truth, one way for them to also uh, uh, engage with the CHR. At the same time, if the findings, again, uh, prove to be um, to their advantage and they can use it for their defense, but if not, again, it provides an opportunity for us to jointly exact accountability. Okay. General Olay, why only 61 cases uh, will be opened by, by, by the PNP? Well, as I said, Pero nga, yung 61 cases na yun, lahat siya connected sa drug war, tama po ba? Yes, correct. Uh, sila yung, uh, yung mga kasong ito, yung nakita ng ating internal affairs service na merong lapses na na ginawa yung mga operating groups. Kaya inibisigahan nila ito at uh, nagpuso uh, may mga ebidensya, kompleto ng ebidensya, kaya natapos yung kaso after summary hearing. But aren't you disturbed by that? You're only, you only have 61 cases, confirmed cases. At sabi nyo, yung, yung Walron under appeal pa. That's why 53 pa lang yung naibigay niya sa DOJ. But you have more than 6,000 confirmed cases as far as uh, alleged police abuses and the conduct, conduct of the drug war are concerned. Masyado yata malayo yung natitid disparity. Yes, sabi nga nila ay work on evidence. No? Kung gusto man ng, uh, ng IAS na mag-investiga uh, pero kung uh, hindi mag-cooperate yung mga complainants, ayaw nilang ipulso uh, yung kaso. So, uh, hindi mag-pulso talaga yung kaso kung walang cooperation yung mga complainants natin, kung walang ebidensya. So, itong 61 ay ito yung nakompleto yung summary hearing natin. Ayaw natin i-shortcut yung procedure kasi ayaw natin na yung mga ma-dismiss sa kaso, may mapinahan later on, ay mati-technical tayo, makakabalik sila later on kung hindi natin susundin yung uh, tamang proseso. Okay, we, we understand the need to secure evidence and cooperation from the families of the victims and other witnesses. But uh, what steps is the Philippine National Police taking to actually encourage them to testify and to provide more evidence that you would need to prosecute these cases? Because... It seems to me, uh, based on pronouncements like that, the Philippine National Police is quite passive. Pag walang ebidensya, we cannot do anything about it. So anong ginagawa ng Philippine National Police 
to more actively convince them to testify. Kasi understandably, again, matatakot yan, di ba? Lalo kang suspect police. Yes. Uh, we engage the uh, the victims, the families, uh, katulad nitong uh, latest na yung dalawa, no? Uh, at uh, pinuntahan mismo ng mga investigator natin yung uh, yung uh, family ng mga victims to encourage them to uh, to cooperate with our investigation. Yun yung mga uh, proactive uh, uh, actions natin para ma-encourage natin yung mga mga biktima na finally come out and cooperate with our investigation dahil gusto na namin malaman talaga po yung katotohanan ng Christian. Okay. On the part of the CHR attorney, Diggia, do you find that convincing? Again, I'm not personally kay, kay General Olaya, but this pronouncement coming from the PNP as an institution, uh, they're encouraging people to testify. And are you also seeing that uh, in your engagement with the victims' families? Talagang they're encouraged by the Philippine National Police to cooperate because the, P- the PNP also wants to get to the bottom of the of the cases. You know, Christian, even if we were to bring the discussion outside the context of the war on drugs, and we were just talking about an ordinary case where the alleged perpetrator happens to be a policeman, naturally, there is a, there is fear and hesitation on the part of the victims because the alleged perpetrator is a person in uniform, they have a service firearm, they do have influence, and uh, mm. they are in positions of power. And uh, to to eliminate that uh, factor in the equation, then you need an independent body, say for example the CHR, the NBI, or any other agency, to look into cases uh, where other than uh, the alleged perpetrator belongs to, so that you are now guaranteed that there is an independent probe and that they will have increased confidence in the process that is happening. In circumstances where, say for example, the PNP is conducting its own investigation, which is actually a good thing because um, that will actually demonstrate to the public and to the victims that the institution is not covering up a misdeed by one of their own. They have to demonstrate as a whole that they are very sincere in all of these cases. They have to uh, show that there are actually convictions of their own personnel and that they are really intent on cleaning their ranks. It's also very important that uh, there are actually um, cooperations also with other bodies because again that will convey the message that uh, they are also one with the victim in making sure that there will be uh, there will be uh, accountability, there will be justice in this in this regard. If they see that there is no cooperation, if they hear that there is actually no plan to investigate, nor do they, um, nor have they heard of any concrete uh, cases where a charge has been properly filed, and a person or a policeman has been wrongfully conv- uh, has been convicted, then. Um, the trust will be very low, the fear will be very high, and uh, we often refer to this as the climate of fear that pervades right now uh, many victims. Okay, so don't you think that's uh, that's just logical, uh, General Olay? Uh, for you to gain the trust of the families of the victims, engage independent bodies such as the Commission on Human Rights, cooperate better with the CHR, for instance. If indeed the PNP wants to without these bad eggs within the police force and gain the trust of the community. That's right, uh, Christian. No? But we want to 
ilabas yung mga dokumento na ito. No? Uh, our Commander-in-Chief, it's no less than the President, uh, we submit to his decision not, not to. No? And uh, we fully understand his uh, reasons. No? Uh, the PNP has nothing to hide in uh, these uh, cases. No? And uh, sabi ko nga ay makikipag-operate kami within the bounds of the law. Christian. So what's stopping you is the President's directive, basically? Yes, because uh, magbigay na rin siya ng direktiba na, na, na to open uh, uh, these cases. But according to the President and his uh, close aides, the President actually listens to, to people below him. So let's say in meetings with the President, uh, didn't the PNP at one point raise this matter? Perhaps say, Mr. President, uh, the drug war is under fire. There's a lot of susp suspicions. The Philippine National Police is nothing to hide. Perhaps we could share more information about the cases uh, to shed more uh, to shed light on them and perhaps gain the trust of the communities. conversations at any point since 2016, as far as you know. I do not have any uh, personal information on that question, but you know, uh, the 61 cases that we have vowed to, uh, to uh, we submitted actually, the 52 cases already to the DOJ is a good step towards that uh, direction question. And uh, uh, we vow to cooperate with uh, the DOJ uh, if um, documento later on, at, uh, at uh, we leave it to the DOJ uh, kung ano yung magiging final uh, decision later on. Okay. As a final point, uh, dito kay, kay General Olay, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, pero this is a protocol, right? All those 6,000 plus cases, uh, police operations against uh, drug suspects, no? if someone died, you had to investigate automatically, right? Correct. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Uh, moto Motor proprio proprio. Okay. by the internal affairs service. Okay. Did it happen in all those cases? And number two, di ba pag ang barel pinaputok, automatically, chinecheck yan, yung ballistic examination? Let's say, pumunta sa police operation yung mga, yung mga officers. And then, allegedly, nagkaputukan. Di ba may protocol regarding the firearms use? Is that correct? At nasunod ba lahat yun? Ginawa po ba yan dito sa more than 6,000 cases? Correct, Christian. La, pag may namatay na suspect ay uh, automatic yung motocop investigation papasok yung uh, internal affairs service para mag-investiga. And uh, including yung sa mga uh, pagbabalistik, pagpaparaking sa mga operating groups, uh, lahat yun ay uh, kakandak ng internal affairs service, uh, Christian. Okay. Finally, uh, Attorney Digia, how do you move forward from this? Sabi nila, nag-investiga naman sa bawat uh, kaso ng drug-related killings. No? But again, more than 6,000. Ang dami masyado nun. No? So, do you actually uh, see, see any strong indications that uh, an honest-to-goodness investigation was conducted in each of those cases? Again, and number two, the, the broader question, how do you move forward from this? Kasi you have this ICC call for a formal ICC investigation. Of course, this will not be covered definitely kasi lampas na siya sa time frame. Eh. Pero how do you move forward from this to make sure that something concrete would come out of this incident that we saw in Laguna? 
Well, Christian, uh, we do see the 61 cases as an initial step. We are hopeful in that regard. Uh, the Secretary of Justice does say that uh, the matter can still be revisited. Uh, we hope that government will sit down and see what's best for it. Uh, at this point, uh, we are urging the government and we are advising the government that um, it's best that it uh, demonstrate uh, openness, transparency, engagement and cooperation on these issues because it will reflect well on their record and it might stop the International uh, Criminal Court from moving forward and that will uh, be better for the government and also for the victims because it, again as I mentioned a while ago it will mean swifter justice for many of them and then um, we do hope that uh, there will be increased engagement with the CHR. Uh, while we appreciate the efforts of the PNP, we also do hope that uh, we'll be able to help uh, enrich the discussion and reach the findings in this regard. We're also very keen and uh, interested to uh, find out the truth behind these cases. And we do guarantee the government that uh, we will remain faithful to our mandate we will be very independent. We will be unbiased and unprejudiced in our investigation. We will be relying on evidence that we gather or even from the records we uh, we may be allowed to access in the future if that will happen. Uh, and um, those will be done in, uh, in a very professional way uh, because uh, at the end of the day, our interest really is just to find out the truth and make sure that for those who have... Uh, died unjustly, uh, make sure that they are able to uh, obtain justice and uh, be able to um, access remedies uh, that are uh, benef uh, that are that they are entitled to. Okay. Attorney Jackie Digia and uh, General uh, Rolando Olay, thank you for joining us tonight on the program. Thank you very much, Christian. Our pleasure always. Thank you uh, very much, uh, Christian. Thank you, sir. So that's it for this uh, episode. This has been your host, Christian Esguera. Watch this episode again on I1TFC or listen to our podcast on Spotify. For recaps and exclusive content, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel and catch up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you again tomorrow after the fact.